For all of you who listen to Mackie Second Floor Studios Presents Submersion and own an Android device, do me a favor. Go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I use the app, and I love it. I can search for the podcasts I want to listen to, select them as favorites, and have them all just a click away. Make sure to set Mackie's Second Floor Studios as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app, available on Android devices. Episode 47. Woo! Wrong! Oh, episode 48. Damn it. (laughs) You blew it. You blew it. Dude, Mustard Man came in for the steal last time, and now here you come in, Brom, just screwing things up. Totally wrong. And this is is like an extra extra special episode, too. You don't want to screw up this episode. Yeah. 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 Because it was was one we watched in theaters. It's a very hard one for us to watch. Yes. All three of us definitely watched this in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's why there's only three of us, right? Right. Kind of. Because we're the only ones who could afford it. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) See, no one wants to spend their hard-earned money going to submarine films in theaters. I think that's the moral, really. Which is a travesty. Yeah. It's incredible. And same thing happened with Hunter Killer. Yeah. But, you know... This is a little more understandable for this one. I Whoa! Think. That's true. No judgments up front. Yeah. But I could, on, see, I could see why people would look at that one and be like, eh, this is the one we watched today, and be like, eh. But then Hunter Killer, like everyone should be clamoring. Be like, Dude, that is cash money. Get us in the seats. Get us there. Give me some popcorn. We really should have recorded in the, the theater. We probably could have gone. <laughs> we probably could have found- people were there? I was going to say, if we found like a- We could have really slipped on a sweet like 10 a.m. showing. Oh, no one would have been there. No, there, I just There were so the many things podcast. that I was like, as I was watching and I was texting you guys, just like my hot take, and there's like so many that I didn't send that I wanted to. I'm like, dude, we could have did like a riff tracks of this, like Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> you talking about the one for today? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Big time. Oh. And probably Hunter Killer as well. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we need to really have to differentiate which one we could have done some riff tracks on. Yeah, but this is the third movie in our 2018 in review, and no, it's probably fourth, isn't it? Or are we not counting Hunter Killer as one? Oh no, the actual cycle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hunter, Hunter Killer was a special one event. we've yeah. watched from 2018. Okay. But 2018 in review. This is our third one. This is by far and away the biggest movie we've watched right but i did remember another because we've been trying to figure out which ones to watch and mm-hmm. you saw i did remember another one from 2018 that we'll have to keep an eye on if we're yes. going to include jurassic world 2 which i remember it had a submarine in it mm-hmm. and we had kind of forgotten but anyways this is definitely the biggest of all the films probably the is this the biggest film we've ever watched yeah it has to be right I mean, it's made over a billion dollars yeah. seriously yeah yeah, it's like wildly successful. Like by by far the easily, I think easily the most successful DC, maybe Wonder Woman, but I think this wow. is the most successful. Yeah, you're, wow. Cumulative world gross, $1.6 billion. 1.6. Oh! Yeah, get out of here. I mean, this is. Wow. Oh, pardon me. One, mean, no. 1. 1.06, pardon me. Oh, okay, oh, 1.06. Right. Big, ah, difference. Still, yeah, big difference. Still. Because I think, I think Crimson Tide maybe made 1.05, right? Billion dollars? Yeah, billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yes. That's how much definitely. I bought it for. So. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Wait, okay. I'm looking up Crimson Tide now. Cumulative worldwide <laughs> growth. Dive, 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 <laughs> dive, dive. Uh, $0.6 billion. Darn it. I didn't want you to tell us. I wanted it to just live in our imagination, in our minds, because we know sub movies are the best. Wait, did you say $0.6 billion? No, point zero six. Okay, that makes more sense. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, that made $600 million? <laughs> Why is there Crimson Tide too? Wait, how does it beat out Titanic? What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Second Floor Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, Alex the Mustard Man, the artist formerly known as Brom, Jamie the Brain, Kyle El Capitan, and Zach the Backbone present Submersion. Um, yeah, so do you want to say it? I can say it, man. This let's all, week, I, let's I all say it at the same time. Oh, okay. All right. Wonder One. Gang. Wonder Gang. Two. Forces Unite. One, two, two, three, three. three. Swim Aquaman. Fan. Send me the Joker. Swim Fan. Swim, swim Fan. You never heard of Swim Fan? No. I oh, watch. Swim Fan starring Jesse Bradford? Yeah. It's like a thriller where like someone's like a sw- high school swimmer and then there's this girl who's like obsessed with swimmers. Really? And like- it's like a thriller. Yeah, it's well, pretty ooh. thrilling. Who's the hottie? We should watch again? that instead. Uh, Erica Christensen, I think. Yeah. Has she done anything really since? Oh, you, oh no, wait. Sorry. Uh, Jesse Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Of it just course. took me one time. Of course. <laughs> wow. Anyways, we watched Aquaman. Aquaman. Yes. Which, in theaters. Which came out just before Christmas 2018. Yes. We saw it in theaters. As it's still going strong, even a month later. Yeah, yeah. And it's killing it. You said you went on a Saturday and it was jam-packed. 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 Filled with people. I went yesterday on my day off, and uh, there was a surprising amount of people for the time I went. Yeah. I'm just surprised that, I mean, with how many superhero movies they've just been churning out, you've, you're starting to hear people groaning, you know, like, oh, I'm tired of superhero movies especially aquaman seems like one of the more not necessarily vague but it's not it's not spider-man or superman or batman or anything like that it's aquaman and one billion dollars that's crazy yeah it does seem a little like there's not really a rhyme or reason anymore some people used to say like oh when marvel has like one that really does poorly in reviews it won't do well but then like venom came out and it got horrible reviews and it crushed at the box office then you have something like aquaman where you look at and like it almost made me like sad i'm like that's not gonna do well and then it crushes as well like everything seems to just crush 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 oh yeah any anytime you put a superhero on screen it seems a little strange like when when will it turn because i watch some of the marvel films and stuff like that and i i'm i'm definitely getting tired of them so like i don't know yeah i haven't watched any of the uh, i haven't watched any of the marvel comic universe since the original avengers yeah yeah the last superhero movie I saw was in 2012. I saw The Dark Knight Rises. That's a great film. Yeah, no, I mean, Dark Knight series is amazing, but, but then now you can't I, say I, that. I didn't see. Now it's the last superhero film you saw was Aquaman. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it used now to be, it's the last. You ruined that because it used to be great. You used to be able to say, the last one I saw was Dark Knight Rises. And it was, yeah, a great, great trilogy, all that. Now I've seen Aquaman. 
Where do I go from here? Yeah, I don't what know. happens now? <laughs> and it's weird, too, because I've seen almost none of the DC universe. So there, this is kind of my first foray into it. There is a Marvel character. He was actually pretty prominent, and he's kind of fallen out of favor, but he's right up our alley. Have you guys heard of Submariner? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard that name. Yeah, he's like with Namor. He's like one of the Avengers. So maybe uh, maybe we'll have a Marvel submarine movie well, in the next right. few years. We'll obviously be there for that. I mean, yeah. that's what goes without saying. If that happens, we'll he's be our, there. He's our spirit animal. That would be amazing. That would almost be the ending. That's when we all kill ourselves in the theater, right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. Suicide pact. Suicide pact. Yeah. They come out with a movie named Submariner about a Submariner superhero. <laughs> I think it's got to happen. I think we'd also should try to get cast into it where like the Submariner is trying to do like some of that PR stuff, kind of like what they did in Captain America films. Mm. And then he, he's on like our podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. He's like really trying good. to explain his superpowers. We're just like, <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Dicks. And they're like, oh. <laughs> great. <laughs> Why am I on this again? Yeah. All righty. Yeah. Anything so, else you want to say about it? I mean, this is what number of, uh, of... Uh, DC film was this one? Do you know? Uh, this is like the there, sixth DC universe one. Yeah, it's in that ballpark. Five or six. Since uh, what the heck's his name? Pat, Zack Snyder. Batman versus oh, Superman. You had uh, Superman. Batfleck. You, you had a Superman what? standalone, didn't you? Man of Steel. Yeah, you had Wonder yeah, Woman. And then you had Justice well, League. So this would be like five, probably. Yeah, and you had a Suicide Squad. Does that um, count? Is that in the same universe? It is. Okay. But um, I think the thing that really stood stood out for me for this one was the director, which is James Wan, who did Furious 7. He did Insidious 1 and 2. He did The Conjuring 1 and 2. He's kind of like the driving force behind The Conjuring universe. And then uh, he started the Saw series and has been producer of that. Seriously? That's just... And he did this movie. And Furious 7. Yeah, like he has like a whole bunch of them Dang. that are really, really, really prominent. So that's the only thing that really, when it was all gearing up to happen, when it was like James Wan, I was like, it's probably going to be okay. Like it probably won't be something like, I heard Venom was like super weird. I was like, this is pro- this will probably be up people's alley at least because he and this doesn't- wasn't super weird? Well, not as, it, it, I don't know. It like was still- like Furious Seven delivered on what you what it promised. I felt like at least what it would deliver on what it promised. All right, which is an Aquaman film and not something super crazy and weird. All right, yeah. Uh, so this film stars Jason Momoa as Arthur or Aquaman, right? Amber Heard as Mira, Willem Dafoe uh, sporting a man bun the entire time. <laughs> This is in. It's like my dream, just to see Willem Dafoe in a man bun, finally no, culminated the, the, in this film. The dream is coming up on the, some of the other names you're going to mention. And, Patrick uh, Wilson in a man bun. Ugh. Yeah, Patrick Wilson wearing a man bun. Dolph Lundgren with re- red hair. That's the one. Dolph with flowing Dolph red hair. fucking Lundgren. Second 2018 submarine film we've had with Dolph Lundgren. That's pretty good, man. And what is that, the third or the yeah, third film we've watched overall with Dolph Lundgren in it? Yes. Agent Red. Dude, Dolph, getting after it. Crushing it. Uh, Nicole Kidman as Atlanta. I was super surprised. I had no idea she was in this movie. I until she like showed up right away. I was like, is that Nicole Kidman? I was like, That's what I thought when he was picking her up. She's looking pretty good. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, True. she's like what is he? He's like sixty. Yes, I don't I, even know. I agree. Yeah, uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen the second as Manta, and T 
Tamura Morrison as Tom Curry, which we will probably only refer to as Tim Curry. Of course. But I will. I also want to mention about Mantis that I, we'll talk about we'll talk about him. We'll mention Manta. It. Manta. Sorry, Manta. Goodness. Sorry, Manta Ray, obviously. Uh, that I felt like he was underutilized. Uh, yeah. That's one of the, much of the stuff. Yeah. That's one of the first things I they were was like, talking to somebody. Well, anyways, about. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. 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 You needed more of him. And his, his special, you know, top secret submarine he stole, which we saw, what, once? For a split second. For like one second we get to see this thing. Anyways. It's just a disappointment. Anyways. Let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. All right. So, 1985, Maine, lighthouse keeper, Tim Curry, <laughs> is walking around just being a lighthouse keeper as, as he's wont to do. It's a kind of stormy out, whatever. He goes down to the rocks and what does he see? Oh, shit. There's a crazy looking lady in like a super like a fluorescent suit green scaly suit whatever and like a trident i better bring her in oh and i guess i'll grab her trident as well, <laughs> well <laughs> i'll bring that and we may as well t- tote that along as well so brings her into there during the storm she is fucking like seems like just a crazy person she's eating fish like goldfish straight out. out of a thing yeah she throws a trident right through the television yeah yeah wakes up the next morning first thing she does is grab a fish out and just slips it, it down he's like oh, i thought i was gonna make his legs <laughs> that's, how Tim, that's how Tim Curry talks. That's what, that's what it was. <laughs> just don't eat my dog. Whatever that was. And so, yeah, just don't eat my dog. And he's got a dog. It's Aqua Dog. And uh, they're like, but they look at each other and she's like, I, you're pretty hot for a lighthouse keeper. And he's like, you're pretty you hot. specified yeah. that. You're pretty hot for a crazy person I found on the rocks. And then yeah. they totally smooch in bone, obviously. Uh, and they have a baby. Yeah, and little then, little Arthur, but they don't even name him till he's like what? It looks like six months old yeah, or something. Yeah, seems like it. There's like telling us stories around. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> let's name him Arthur. What about Arthur? And anyway, things are all going fine for a while, storm, yeah. and then all of a sudden, wham! These dudes bust in the house with laser cannons. Yeah, and like they got like suits where they have the, have to have fluid around them because they can't breathe air, and they come in and they're like, "You're under arrest." It was actually, oh, that, it was, was, that was good. It was actually Sly Stallone. Oh. He's like, you're, you're under arrest. I'm Sly Stallone. And then hey. He just, and then they- A pizza pie, right? <laughs> and then Atlanta obviously went without a fight. Right. Because it's Sly Stallone. No, but then she she like totally kicks their asses. Even at one point, Lighthouse Keeper is like, or Tim Curry is like throwing her like her trident. I yeah. was like, well, you've- Seems like you practice this. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's like the family emergency, kind of like you. everyone needs a plan. They probably saw that commercial and were like, you should have an emergency plan. Like, okay, so first, go run and grab my trident. It's like, okay, step one, trident. Throw it to me and I will destroy everyone around unless they're Atlanteans. <laughs> what do you think that this guy thought she was insane? Probably just sitting there always talking about Atlantis, this place underneath Well, the she city. did have like superpowers. And also, we clearly get from flashbacks that someone from Atlantis comes and like trains Aquaman. Later. We we learned that. Yes. Yeah. But no, when he was like a kid, like a, kind of not that old of a kid. Yeah. But anyways, this is after Atlanta leaves because she's like, look. Yeah. She's like, these it's These girls are going to keep coming yeah. back and they're going to bring their laser guns and they're going to shoot little Arthur right in the chest. And I can't have that. So I got to leave you. Yeah. And so she leaves. She, she jumps in the ocean. She that baggage to the curb. Yeah. Free woman. Yeah. And so she heads back to Atlantis. Uh, and we'll learn later that she seemed to not grieve to you. I mean, she had like another son and stuff like that. And so. Yeah. She seemed to deal with her situation okay, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't want to ju- I don't want to say like she, it was obviously probably a terrible time because she kind of gets executed, but. 
Yes, that does happen. Yeah, she but. gets executed. Uh, so, anyways, you flash forward a few years, and as in typical with really most superhero movies, yeah. we see our young superhero being bullied by some kids. Uh oh. Oh man, what's going on? But he's in an aquarium. Thank God, right? Yes. <laughs> what, what happens if he was in a zoo? He's they, just, they just kick the yeah. kick the shit out of him. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Can he control anyways. like alligators or anything like that? Nope. No. Nope. Uh, he's not reptile man. Yeah. No. He's Aquaman. Get it straight. Not the reptilian. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, she was sloth man. <laughs> Yeah, sloth, it's like I can man. control sloths, but very specifically sloths. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Give me nine uh, minutes so- and you kids are toast. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, these kids are, you know, shoving them around. And all of a sudden, a great white shark, which they seem to have at this aquarium, yeah, which I sounds know. like the coolest aquarium on planet Earth. Well, it is because it's in Boston, Massachusetts. There you go. Yeah, Boston. I said, I said it right in there. He lives in Maine, so it was obviously a school field trip down to Boston, Massachusetts. You're welcome. You got a song that goes with it? Nope. Oh, okay. uh, and so then he's all like, get the fuck out of here, controls all of the animals. Or the animals, I guess, don't. he doesn't really control them. The they animals like start are, defending, they're defending him. him. And so they're all sitting there being like, well, the, fuck off. The shark is ramming the glass, he even yeah. cracks the glass of the aquarium. And he's I don't like, know if Stop. you've ever heard about it. If you're getting a shark attack, you're supposed to punch him in the nose. Right. But that shark seems to not care. Yeah. Makes Punching you wonder, man. In the nose, yeah. And so he's like, Stop. And then he kind of turns around and everyone's like, Oh, fuck. Yeah. And then we cut to him on a sub well we cut to a submarine yeah so basically we cut forwards past the events of the last movie which none of us saw right we none of us saw the previous movie i did not he's been in two previous dc films he's been in he was in justice league and he was in um uh batman v superman dawn of justice okay um this is this comes after obviously justice league where steppenwolf has done some bullshit or some shit i don't know they mention it the and, band. Yeah, the band Steppenwolf <laughs> is the bad guy from, <laughs> wow. just, as, as far as I understand, I mean, I'm just reading it. So, yes, the band Steppenwolf uh, invaded Earth or something, and they stopped him. I'd watch that movie. <laughs> anyway, so now he's like, he's he's actually a known superhero. So that's something you got to understand as you go into this, because there's a submarine, thank God, right? Yeah, dude, this is, all right, so this is when you can start getting excited. Yes, yeah. So there's a Russian naval nuclear submarine. It is getting attacked by some pirates, which is great. Oh, yeah. Somewhat hilarious, but also great. They So they fly up in this little submersible. Yeah. Well, it's pretty advanced, but I wouldn't anyway. even say it's a submarine. I think it's a submarine. Yeah, because it looks like it was activating. I, oh, so. Yeah, I don't think it ha- was launched from anything. It doesn't have yeah. like, a bigger submarine or something. It's really high tech, though. Mm-hmm. But uh, so anyways, they get into the sub, and they're all looking like stormtroopers right. for some reason. I don't know why. Because they're bad guys. So they got to look like that. Yeah. Dude, they are just lighting people up. There was like a scene where it just showed the gun firing close up for like 10 minutes straight. Yeah. And so anyways, they're they're crushing all these Russian sailors. They're putting them into the... Oh, a bunch of them lock themselves in like the engine room. Torpedo room. Torpedo because room. Because there's no accidents that ever happen in torpedo room. That's true. You never get crushed at all. No. Nope. Don't worry about it. Uh, but... Uh, and they had a wrench probably. I don't know. Yeah. And... Uh, they did there like, was a pipe wrench. Wasn't a traditional wrench. Yeah. So they're they're gonna gain money somehow from this, or I guess it's it's actually for a different use. They're gonna it take is. the the the, the purpose is to capture the submarine and use it for something else. So like, oh, we'll get in there and we'll get rid of these people or whatever. All of a sudden, they hear something outside. But but it, it, this wait, is and you first, of course, given what we watched last, everyone's like, it's the Meg. Duh. Right. right? Yeah. But is it the Meg? 
Yeah. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, no, I thought it was Aquaman, though. Well, Aquaman calls off the Meg. Oh, I see. Okay, there we go. Dude, let me handle this. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Yeah, there's people in there I have to save. But anyways, um, the people who take over the sub, it's Manta. Right. And his crew. And his dad. His dad's here with him. Yeah. Because why not? Yeah, certainly. And he's like, oh, son, you're so good. We took over this sub, and now we're badass. Here you go. Here's a knife from your grandfather from World War II. It, it was will, a frog man. It, it will never have any significance to the rest of this film. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it never comes back. He uses it. I think at the at the uh, And he asks uh, Aquaman if this refreshes his memory and he busts oh, it Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. But it wasn't like something where he was like- See, I didn't thought like- I saw just the hill. I was kind of distracted at that point. And uh, I saw just the hill. And then Aquaman breaks a sword. And like, did he just break the damn Manta thing that- <laughs> We we saw literally like a minute ago, and there's like a really dramatic scene about you know father and son passing down this family heirloom. <laughs> just snaps it in half. Snaps it in half. It was a different sword. Great. They just love swords. Yeah, it was a different sword. Yeah, yeah. He does. He has, he has his own little sword that comes out of his suit or whatever. Yeah. And so, anyways, they Aquaman comes in, and he's basically obviously a superhero. Like, oh, he's just kicking the shit. He rips. He rips. The uh, closure to the submarine, right? Yeah, and, and he brings this. He brings the submarine all the way to the surface. Oh yeah, we forgot about which, that. Which is weird, a little bit too. Like, did he punch holes in the ballast or something? I'm not even sure. How, like, how did he necessarily get it to rise? Because wouldn't it? He was I guess it was steady. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was up. the pur- yeah, he propelled it up and then it was balanced to stay up there or whatever. I don't know. Well, that would been funny. He puts it back up and just goes right back. It goes right back down. But no, I guess that's not how it works. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, they uh, <laughs> they he like is impenetrable bullets, so he's just like fuck off. Knocks them away, uh, punches a bunch of people in the face, kills a bunch of people, frees the um, Russians in the torpedo room. Most of them get out. He's like, get out of here, get out of here, get out of here. And one kind of gets hurt at the end because Manta's like, I'm not going to let you do this. Where was he at when all this was going on? I don't even, I'm not really totally sure. He was. But then he just shows back up. And they kind of get him in the torpedo room. Uh, They have a confrontation. And uh, Manta's dad comes down. Is like, hey, don't mess with my son. I got this big old gun. And then he shoots like a big old gun. Dude, it's totally Call of Duty noob tube. It's yeah. a grenade launcher right underneath the gun. It's Aquaman in the chest. That's right. That's the only thing that seems to stun him. Right, stuns him, but doesn't really do much else to him. Because he gets yeah. up and basically punches a bunch of shit. And then like a torpedo falls on top of Daddy-O or whatever, like an air tank or some shit. And... They're like, uh, and then he like punches a hole in the wall or, or the, a hole explodes or something. It's an yep. explosion. He, Aquaman and, goes to leave. He says, you created this mess and now you have to get out of it. Yeah, and then shit uh, out of luck. the father is like, suck a dick, Aquaman. And he shoots <laughs> his uh, grenade and, and Aquaman <laughs> dodges quote. it in slow motion and it blows up the, the oh shit, blows up the side of the, <laughs> the submarine. <laughs> Just and so excited. Water starts gushing in. Yeah, and he's like, and then it gets even worse because now they're sinking, and he's pinned underneath the torpedo. Yeah, he's Manta like, yeah. can't lift it. And Aquaman just like kind of shrugs his shoulders, like, "Well, that's too bad." Peace. And then the dad, to get Manta to get out of there, holds a grenade in his hand. It's like, "Get out of here, son!" And the son's like, "I'm not gonna leave you." He's like, "Well, then you are gonna die together." And the same man's like, like okay. "Oh, actually, you know what? I I do have some. I have an appointment actually right now." Yeah. And heads out the other way, and just gets out of the submarine in time. He gets off in his. Uh, his super special little submersible submarine and Aquaman sw- swims uh, all the survivors to shore and then dives out of the ocean to greet his daddy-o who is every morning waiting for the return of his wife 
she's not showing up, dude. Like he's been doing this for twenty years. Yeah, walks out to the end of this dock every single morning. Not happening. But what do they do? They go to the bar. Time to party. Time to have breakfast, and by breakfast they mean beers. And he's a total celeb. Uh, and they watch something on on the TV as well about how like Atlantis is like whatever something's happening some bullshit whatever and then yeah. some some bikers come up and are like aren't you Aquaman no, no aren't no, you Aquaman aren't, aren't you like that fish boy from the aren't TV you fish boy? and they're gonna fight him and then he gets up and he's like five thousand feet tall and he's like it's more like Aquaman if you know what I mean and they're like oh shit we actually just wanted a photograph and then there's a whole montage of them getting like selfies. But, all right, so the biker dude pulls out this bright pink phone. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, that was a joke. Yeah. That was a joke, though. It was so weird. Yeah, it's kind of like how uh, I sometimes say people pull out their dick. That's a joke. Oh, pull out a pink phone? Right. Oh, gotcha. Now I get it. Yeah. That's actually what I'm mostly referring to people just pulling out pink phones. Oh. As I refer to their penis. Gotcha. Anyways, they head out after this hilarious affair they head outside his dad is like sloshed it's mid-morning or something <laughs> and um a woman comes out of the ocean <laughs> it seems to be a pretty normal situation yeah. her name is mara and she comes up and is basically like oh hey remember all this backstory that no one who didn't watch the previous movie would know about um you need to come back to atlantis and cr- claim your crown and aquaman's like i told you in that last movie that no one watched that i wasn't going to do that and then he drives away. And then he drives away. And it's like, oh, I didn't get any of that. No, I know. I didn't understand that. Okay. Yep. So anyway, they're driving, but basically now she did warn him that his half-brother is going to assume the Orm. crown. Yeah, Orm. King Orm. But Volko, his advisor, is um, actually he sympathetic. He called him like an advisor or something? Advisor, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's actually on Aquaman's side. He is. So, But anyway, he's driving back, and all of a sudden this giant tsunami starts like- Closing I in think it's on even the coast. More, more than like a tsunami. It was yeah, it's, fucking it's nuts. crazy. It's huge. It destroys everything. Aquaman is like a little concerned because his dad is like a mortal human being and is in yeah. this truck that he's a he, surface dweller. Right. And so he like swims a bunch, but Amara kind of helps out and, and creates a little bubble and he's able to rescue his dad. And she like sucks the water from his yeah. lungs with her hand somehow. Magic. Yeah, that, that's her that's her magic or whatever. Um and so this is really enough just to convince him that all right, I guess I'm going to go to Atlantis now. Right. Yeah. And he hops with Mira into a uh, fishmobile. Right. And they uh, cruise along. You would call this a submersible, right? I would. I it's would. It's kind of like a, the car of the Atlantean yeah. world. Yeah. Isn't a car kind of submersible because it is dependent on going and getting? Well, I guess also a submarine it's, has it's to get basically up with a gas duck boat. Good call. It's a duck boat. So, anyways, they get in there. Aquaman pulls out his dick. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I thought we were in a submarine. He's like, well, we don't really have the concept of a submarine because everything's submarine. He's like, oh, that's true. That's a good point. And zips it back up. And also she's the captain of this. That's true. And she's driving. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then she unzipped her pants and pulled out her figurative dick. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so anyways, they head on to Atlantis. They're basically on a road. And they're like, why do you have roads? And he's like, she's like, why not? And then she's like, he's like, why do you have to go over a bridge and into this tunnel? Why don't you just go over the wall? And she's like, there's hydro cannons, and they definitely won't play a role in a, a scene that's coming up soon. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, but anyways, I got diplomatic immunity, and they head past the border. And they're like, wink, wink, Donald Trump, am I right? 
Yeah, that's yeah, what they did. More or less. And they uh, head to a very top secret location, which is just a shipwreck. <laughs> just a shipwreck. And they meet. <laughs> Actually, one of the things I was I, I was thinking when they were showing some flashbacks of him getting taught by Volk, what's his name? Volko. Yeah. Volko. Uh, when they would go, he's like re- discovering his powers and kind of like swimming around some shipwrecks. I'm like, that would be really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. As you just swim around the ocean, you're like, oh, look at that. Oh, gold. Yeah. <laughs> you're just a gold and shit. You're like, this is great. I love my powers. <laughs> But Just uh, unfortunately, neither of us have such powers. That I'll let you know about. Okay. Uh, so anyways, he meets up with them. And now Volko and Mira are really trying to convince Aquaman that he needs to overthrow Orm. Because Orm has this plan to meet. Uh, what do you? What would you say? Combine all the kingdoms of the ocean. Right, yes. And he wants to be what's called the Ocean Master. Oh, it's a very clever name. Yes, it is. And he needs all... What, he needs kind of like permission he from needs, the king of each He needs a majority. Realm? I mean, it's more like, uh, it's like the House of Representatives rather than the Senate, really. Like, he just basically yeah. needs like a majority of the kingdoms to be like, and yes. And he's Ocean Master. Right. And I think, do we do we already see the scene where he meets uh, up with the first set? Well, let's, let's talk about it because okay. it's important. Should we talk, talk about it now? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So basically he meets up with... Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, King Nearest. King Nearest. flowing red locks. Of where, whatever place Mera's from, one of the, those two kingdoms. So it's Atlantis yeah. and then Mera's kingdom. And they uh, they meet up and he's like, I need your support for this upcoming thing because it's going to happen. Like, they're polluting our waters. They're fucking assholes. Like, we need to kill all these surface, surface dwellers. Surface dwellers, yep. Yeah, fuck them, right? And Nearest says, no, I'm not going to do that. He's like, no way. Get out of here. Like, whatever. All of a sudden, and they're they're meeting in kind of a special place that used to be where all the kingdoms ruled together, but mm-hmm. now they're separate. They don't rule there anymore. And all of a sudden, a submarine comes, and immediately I'm like, "Fucking false flag!" Like that's the same submarine we just saw. Like, whatever. But like, how man, the hatch has been ripped off. They don't have know how to repair it. That's fine. It's they're whatever. Atlanteans. They were barely able to. I don't know. Like I sat there and being like, "Obviously, false flag. This is bullshit." Like whatever. <laughs> So it's just it's tight writing. lighting up torpedoes or just shooting them right at the people. Yeah. And then he I goes mean, like up they would even know. They almost killed the, the Dolph Lundgren, but then Patrick Wilson's Orm is able to go and knock knock them out of, and out of the park. And then he's like, don't you see? They're, they even discovered us. They're, they really want to kill us. And uh, Dolph Lundgren's like, you're right. I That's fell for all it. it takes. Yeah, he fell. He <laughs> fell for the false flag, or did he? That's the question, right? That is the question. No, he totally. So, anyways, did. flash sideways to uh, the shipwreck where uh, Volkor Volko is there with yep. Mara, and he they're like, "Yo, you totes have to get the uh, Excalibur thing, basically, basically Excalibur." Yeah, there was a there was this trident that was the old ruler who basically condemned us to living under the ocean um kind of for the better we became superheroes but fine whatever um he had this special trident that only like the true ruler could have so if you had that trident you would totes be the true ruler and everything would be fine so you need to use this thing this like message that we found to help us find i know right um we are going way over, but <laughs> time-wise. Yeah, we are. We're just talking a lot about this because it's Aquaman. It's amazing. So uh, they're like, use this key or whatever. And then all of a sudden, in busts some of the goons by Orm. Yeah. And Volko and Mera kind of slip out. They think they haven't been seen, but they slip out. Like, we can't be seen. Mm-hmm. And so Aquaman tries to battle a whole bunch. Dude, all right. You ever notice this in, in a lot of movies, 
people with guns will come in first, mm-hmm. and they're trying to subdue this person. Yeah. And usually that the person can kick their ass. Right. And then they bring in somebody with swords. Why? Honor. Respect. I guess that's true because it always works. Yeah, because then the person you're fighting is like, oh, this is an honorable samurai. And I, I must now adhere to the samurai law. It's not just some gunslinger. Right. All right. Anyways, so he goes in a big fight. Eventually, he's subdued. He wakes up in chains. And it's basically like jury time with Orm. Orm's like, oh, older brother, <laughs> how are you? Uh, and he's basically like, you suck. I knew you were trying to come after my throne. So, fuck you. Yep. And then it turns into a total gladiator situation. Because Aquaman's like, I challenge you. I challenge you for the throne. It's yeah. my throne. I was the firstborn. It's my throne. And he but. Goes, what? Something that we also see here is sitting on the right and left side of Orm are both Mira yeah. and Volko. Yeah, Vol- Volko, his advisor. And yes. then Mira, who's his betrothed. <gasps> Say it isn't so. Saboteur. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyways, they are... Uh, they're like basically, basically mouth. They may as well be mouthing to him, like shut it, shut it, shut it, shut it, because yeah. he is ready to battle. Yeah. And they're like, you shouldn't maybe not battle, but he's like ready to do it. So he challenges them. They're ready to do it, and they it goes to the arena. Well, first we get a little flashback to a little, uh, you know, training sesh with Volko and uh, Aquaman. Yeah. Well, this and... is where he learns all about his scales. His yeah. skills and scales. Yeah. <laughs> he's covered in scales. Nobody will talk to him. Yeah. So he just can fight with a trident on the beach, man. That's all he's got. So he learns like a special move at one point where he spins this trident real fast. (laughs) (laughs) That's one thing that comes back, I guess. Uh, Kind of. It wasn't even really like the same move, was it? It It's kind of The hand motions were a little different. Yeah. And so, yeah, we get a bunch of that stuff. But anyways, they end up in the arena. Dude, one of the funniest things, I was, I laughed out loud in the theater when I saw this because they have this kind of like a Jumbotron type thing and it has both mm-hmm. competitors up there. Yeah. And so it shows. Pros and cons. Yeah. It shows Orm as like the pure blood or like our king. Arthur is half blood and then they each have a list of pros and cons. Orm has like all pros and like no cons. Aquaman has no, no pros, pros and all only cons. Yeah. All cons. Yeah. Cracking me up. Just a little stuff like that. And so anyways, they fight. Aquaman is obviously quite good and he's doing some things that aren't expected. Like it seems like it's gonna be a slaughter. Even even Mara's like it's an execution. This isn't this isn't a fight, this is an execution. But they said that and he'd already thrown Orm like down to this molten lava. Yeah, he 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 was doing pretty well. He was holding his own a little bit. Yeah, he was. What the problem was is like he didn't really know what he was getting into with the battle because he has his mom's trident and he's fighting with it. And in the middle of it, Patrick Wilson, Orm, uh shatters his thing his trident is stronger yeah you know what that means if you know what i mean Ooh. his trident Brown, what's it mean man oh his trident it's a stronger. it's a trident fight it's a uh explicit term you... that uh yeah j- uh, people use nowadays all right if you find it on urban dictionary uh be sure to shout it out it's like a sword fight but it's a trident fight if you know what I mean. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll double check real quick on urban dictionary so anyways yeah. orms Trident is quite a bit stronger. And so he shatters the thing. It's gonna it looks like it's time for death. <gasps> but what happens? Mira uses her powers. Some kind of like knocks water Orm cyclone. Away. Yep. Kicks his ass. And is like, get the fuck in here into my fishmobile. And they cruise off into the sunset. And then he's like, Wait, I thought you said in that previous scene that no one could have expected to come back at this moment that we couldn't get over the wall because of the hydro cannons. 
Oh, yeah, because obviously the gates can be shut down. She's like, <laughs> doesn't matter. We're going to go over. We got to try. And so they do. They kind of do some fancy moves or whatever. Yeah. But it's looking pretty dire because they get to a point where it's like, we're definitely dead. Like, I think their fishmobile gets like hurt or something. Or well, Orm hops in his fishmobile and starts chasing them down. Yeah. And then and he then eventually sudden, locks on, shoots his fiance, who's run off with his half brother. Uh oh. Dun dun dun. It's like a yeah soap opera. And they start spiraling downward towards this molten lava that seems to be all around Atlantis. For and whatever reason, I'm not really totally sure. I wasn't sure either, but yeah. I, whatever. There's so much else going on yeah. that it was hard. To There's do. a guy named Volko. Yeah. Yeah. We, no one even talks about it. It's like your name's Volko. Really? Well, you have a man bun. Yeah. Tim hmm. Curry is a lighthouse keeper. What? Uh, <laughs> so right at the last second, of course, they jump out of the fishmobile and nobody can see them because they've gone over this cliff, but then they swim up to a whale. Yeah. And Aquaman's like, I'm going to do a little Pinocchio no. And is like, and she's like, what are you talking about? And she, he talks to the whale and she's like, I didn't even know you could do that. Mm-hmm. And they hop in its mouth. Yep. And then they kind of like, he like tells the whale, like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then they go and literally take a whale from wherever Atlantis, and I guess it's somewhere in the Atlantic. Oh, my word. We're really close to the end. (laughs) Maybe Um, halfway. Oh, man. Ouch. (laughs) And so anyways, (laughs) they know that they have to go to uh, the Sahara somewhere, right? She's got an Atlantean GPS. Yeah. She knows kind of where it is. It's supposed to be like one of the Lost Kingdoms or the Deserters, a.k.a. the Deserters. Oh. Uh, And so they went, they go to the, uh, they, they catch a plane. Into the into Western Sahara, I assume somewhere like Mali or something like that. I don't no know. idea. But anyway, she just jumps out in the middle of it without a parachute. Yeah. Do you know who? Do you know who the uh, the uh, pilot was of that plane? It wasn't Dolph Lundgren. It was a star of Saw, and and he actually like wrote and directed a lot of them. Wait, like the guy from Princess Bride? No, no, no. The other guy who was in the room with him. Oh. Because he's good friends with James Wan, obviously. Scandalous. Yeah. And so they jump out. They're heading into the desert. I actually didn't enjoy their scene in the desert where they're kind of, where she's like, this, you're, the surface sucks. And he's like, we're in the middle of the the worst part of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. you cannot judge it from the middle of the Sahara. Get out of here. Yeah. She's um, like, well, you can't judge Atlantis then. He's like, yeah, you're right. God damn it. <laughs> Why? And then she's like, it should be somewhere around here. And he kind of like jumps or whatever and falls into like a pit where the deserters, a.k.a. the deserters, lived in the past. Where basically there was the betrayal of this king or whatever, or the the failure of the king. And so they have this this little thing and they're like, oh shit, we better like learn the message from this thing. And they place it onto a place that's basically like put the thing here. And they put it there and they're like, oh, it's not doing anything. But then they're like- Would you consider this a dongle for this movie? Uh, this is certainly well. I think the trident is the MacGuffin. Okay. Yeah, the trident because that's the thing that everyone wants, and it has an unexplained power, right? Like, right. It's just a better trident, right? But like, dude, don't what you, makes it better? Don't, don't say that, right? But this it's is way more than this that. is more like an adventure game thing. It's like a kind of an item that you need to then put it on something, and then you sit there and be like, it's not doing anything, and then you're like, um squeeze lemon over thing it's like it didn't do anything uh tie rope around the thing didn't do anything and then you have like a bag of water and you're like pour water on the thing and then it happens you're like i'm so smart i figured out that puzzle Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes (laughs) uh but anyway it is all dried out and it doesn't give them the message at first but mira uses her power to get some sweat off of aquaman's head good good joke here too i like it oh yeah and then she puts his little droplets in there and he looks at it he's like i just could have peed on it yeah oh clever i could have peed on it and then it gives the message to them that basically like 
where they need to go is uh, in Sicily. This is kind of funny also because she she just smashes it. He's like, whoa, whoa, don't we need to like use that later? She's like, I already memorized it. I memorized it, it, didn't you? And he's like, yeah, sure. And uh, if the trident was our MacGuffin, then the message in the bottle that appears in the ground is our tacky trope. Yes, I think. Is that right? Yeah, no, there's a message in the bottle that emerges out of the ground that that they have yeah, to yeah, use yeah, yeah. As, a, oh, as a clue. Yes, yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah, it'll tell it tells them where to go. It's basically just like here. It points to like literally a map of Sicily. It's like eh, that's not that's not really what they were doing in an adventure game. They do some riddle or something. Be like, where pizza pie is from? A Mario. Huh. And you be like, oh, Sicily. All right. Anyways, yeah. Well, Luigi, like, we're oh, already okay. way over on this. So I know. <laughs> they get they get there and. Mira's kind of experiencing life on the surface. She's kind of liking it. He gets her some flowers. Yeah, she eats the flowers. Yeah, because she Weird. sees someone else eating fruit, and she's like, oh, maybe I should eat these. I did I did want to quickly mention that while this is all happening, Orm is basically going around assassinating and pressuring different kingdoms into joining his cause. He is. And also- Oh, yeah, we do find out also that Mira's father wasn't tricked by it. He was in it the whole time. He actually thinks we should, they should go to war as well. Dolph mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But uh, so Orm also wants- Mira kind of wants her back, but sure. he basically wants her and Aquaman killed. Right, but, right. But yeah. Dolph Lundgren says, no, that's my daughter. That's my daughter. Which yeah. I don't even think we mentioned earlier. But um, <laughs> Mira are... is Dolph Lundgren's daughter. Right. And yeah. he wants her back safe. But Aquaman, not Aquaman, Orm can sidestep this whole thing if he talks to Manta. That's right. Yeah, And yeah, he yeah. gives him this advanced Atlantean technology. That's where they reveal it was actually a false flag. I just feel like in this political climate, just I don't love that they're like kind of supporting the idea of the false flag operations and stuff like that. Kind of plays into conspiracy theories. But anyways, Orm was orchestrating a false flag in this movie. Fine. Yes. And he set up the whole submarine thing. He had paid uh, Manta to get that submarine so they could do the attack, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So he delivers the money as like, basically, you'll get more where that comes from, baby, if you kill uh, Aquaman slash maybe my betrothed. betrothed. And uh, Manta just keeps saying, I don't want the money. But we never saw him just kick the money in the ocean, did we? Well, it's good money. You just take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they give him a bunch of weapons, like new age weapons. And we also see him. He's kind of like a super genius because he's like dismantling this Atlantean technology right, yeah. so they and making him, it his own. Yeah, they give him like the most advanced weapons planet Earth has ever seen. And next scene, he's just ripping it apart. Yeah. There were some what? scenes where I was like, I feel like he wouldn't have totally been able to understand the technology. Like he would have totally... Kind of fucked up what it did, probably. Yeah. Anyways. We're way behind. (laughs) We are. So anyway, they're in Sicily, and they need to go to the next clue. Yeah, so they get up to this thing, and they're like, she's basically like, I don't know what's happening, and you're a big old dumbo, so you definitely can't figure it out. And he looks around and goes, actually, from the clue, they were talking about where the king looks. (gasps) Guess what? None of these people around here are kings except for that one. She's like, how did you know history? He's like, I was the son of a lighthouse keeper. Ever heard of it? Duh. To be a lighthouse keeper, you have to have a PhD in history. Everyone knows that. And yeah. then he goes up and says, this was a historian for someone like a whatever, king, <laughs> historian, <laughs> king. Like, what did you even just say? And then places the bottle in the guy's hand, which is also perfectly shaped for the bottle or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then looks through it and is like, there. And she's like, oh, shit. Because she's realized something and will eventually realize something. Because at that moment... Uh, they also get attacked. Yeah, Manta and the boys roll up. Right. They're all like, 
we're going to kill you. And they have a crazy fight all through Sicily. It's really long. Like, it super really long. long. They but could, also, it fought forever. Yeah, Manta has now changed his name to Black Manta. Right. Because he spray painted his suit black. Right. And he's got these, like, crazy these, laser beams of his eyes. They look like, at this thought, I, when you said Mantis earlier, because yeah, like, he looks like I, a praying mantis. I think that's why I did it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his head looks like a praying mantis. Yeah. And then he's got, like, a sword. He's got a knife. He's got his, like, laser beam eyes. He's, like, fighting Aquaman. Jetpack. He actually is hurting Aquaman because of the uh, the laser beam stuff, which is yeah. like Atlantean. Oh, and the Atlantean steel and all that. So like, yeah. he has stuff that can actually hurt Aquaman. And she's kind of like still fucking up people. Yeah, she's, she's using she's her powers. Yeah, the, uh, the bodyguards. Yeah. kind of. And so in the end, he's able to kind of dispose of Manta. Apparently, there was. Did, did anyone stay for the after credit sequence? No. Mm-mm. Oh, so we they gave a little explanation for how that he survived and he's going to be a bigger role in the next thing obviously he survived we didn't even see him die he like right, he just, he just like fell off a cliff yeah it's fine he had atlantean armor or some shit whatever yeah so, but like anyways yeah he rises he's going to be like the next big villain or one of the big next villains good I, yeah i think they underutilized his special submarine skills and so anyways they're like oh he wakes up on the a fishing boat she's like here we go we're on our way he's like we're on our way what do you mean he's like well that's the where we're going we have to go to the the trench <gasps> That where your mom died. No. Yeah. Not and, the trench. Yeah. Where there's monsters. Basically, the whole idea is like Atlantis fell to the bottom. Some people, some some of the Atlanteans became like regular human beings that could breathe underwater. Other ones became like fish people. And then some of them Other became monsters. Be- <laughs> some became monsters. Some became crab people. Crab people. Also yeah. looked like monsters. Yeah. But uh, they kind of, yeah, they go to their basic, more base instincts or whatever. So anyways, they get out there and all of a sudden they're <laughs> is like- Is that your more base you instinct? There? I guess. To I'm going to be a, a crab. <laughs> yeah. I'm one with a crab. Um, I like to pinch stuff. And so, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so then they get out there and all of a sudden there's all these like animals around and just like Jurassic Park. Animals? Oh yeah, well. These are not animals. They're Atlanteans, I guess. These are monsters. Yeah, they're monster Atlanteans. They're, they used to be people, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They're the trench. They're the trench people. And they start crowding onto the boat. And they're like, there's too many of them. We're not going to survive. But he's like, everyone knows that monsters. Have you seen Jurassic Park? Everyone knows, or the Meg. Everyone knows monsters are like light or whatever, some shit. They like aren't <laughs> concerned about it. And so. No, they don't like it. Right. And so they pull out these like flares. flares. He packs a whole bunch with them. And. Off they scoot into the water, and they're all like, oh, shit. All these monsters are like, oh, I mean, millions and millions of these things. And they zoom all about, and eventually they're able to find kind of an opening into uh, into a spot. They go through the trench like it was nothing, really. Really nothing. And then they end up into this area where all of a sudden there's like sea monsters and shit. Like, what the fuck? And then a woman comes and saves Mira. Yeah. There's going dinosaurs. To I think they say it's yeah, the yeah. center of the earth, don't they, or something like that? Yeah, yeah they're it's at almost, the center of the earth. It's almost like some movie I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, Apollo 13. Perfect. <laughs> Just like Apollo 13. And so you end up in this place with dinosaurs living on an island. On the and, moon. On the moon, of course, Apollo 13. And uh, Aquaman's mom's there. <gasps> <gasps> Wait, a, wasn't she sacrificed to the trench? She was, but she survived. They said that way too many times where you knew that it was going to be. She and it's Nicole Kidman. It's Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Kid Nicoleman. Come on. <laughs> can't kill Kid Nicoleman. <laughs> and so, yeah, she was obviously going to be alive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so she's anyway, all decked like, out in like badass yeah. dinosaur bone armor. Setting up a prequel. She's, she's got that huge pincer crab arm too couldn't you imagine she kill one of the crab people because that's rude 
I feel like they're setting up a sequel where she we see her survive on this island. Oh, dude, like a castaway situation. Yeah. Because she's been down there for 20 years and she can't leave. She can't go through this vortex portal because she does not have the ability to get the trident of the king. You need the trident. She's went there a couple times to try to get it and she just hasn't been able to. And he's like, I got to. I'm the rightful king. And she's like, don't do it. Aren't you scared? And he's like, yeah, I am. Oh, he's human after all. I'm half human. Half blood. All right. And then he heads in there. And guess what? There is a monster. And it's like pounding the shit out of him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, stop, please. And she's like, wait, what? You can hear me? You say she? Just assume the woman's a monster? Well, it had a woman's voice. I mean, voice. the monster's a woman. It had a woman's voice, didn't it? I, was I wrong? It was funny if every showing of, of Aquaman had a different voice for the yeah. monster. It's like, no, mine was fucking uh, Morgan Freeman. It's yeah. like, what? <laughs> mine was a child's voice. It was creepy as shit. I'm like, oh, wow. Mine was Haley Jolot. Mine was Karazin oh and it had a woman's voice. It was probably someone. There you go. Oh, it was Julie Andrews. There we go, Julie Andrews. Wow. So anyways, she's like, whoa, I've never encountered one of the people trying to get the trident who could actually speak to me. He's had a special talent. Uh, talent. He's talked to whales. He talks to animals, all that shit. Yeah. And the they're like, she's like, okay, wow. Yeah, no, try your hand. See if you can't get that trident. And he does it pretty easily. It's not hard. Apparently, there was supposed to be a sequence where he battles the zombie king. Seriously? But they cut it, yeah. I would have loved that. Yeah. So anyways, I mean, dude, there's so bad. much else going on in this movie. Why not? It? Why not? Yeah, three hours, four hours. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> same my, thing, my same thing with this, same thing with this podcast. Just keep going. Yeah. Forget that timer we put on. How long ago? Hours ago? Yeah. Who knows? Who's to know how long we've been talking about this film? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. So anyways. Yeah. I don't even know where he gets these armor from, but he shows back up and now he's wearing these gold fish scales. Yeah, he's got his uh, traditional Aquaman suit. Yeah. And at this point, Orm has gathered all his troops. He's decided time to- Fight the, the crab people. Crab people. It's the final people. Basically, the final boss for him. Fight the crab people, conquer the crab people, and then it's time to kill everyone <laughs> on Earth. And they go, they start to do the battle, and all of a sudden, like out of the ocean comes- The Balrog. Comes- uh, It's Julie Aquaman. Andrews. With his, yeah, with his Kraken. Comes Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. And Julie Andrews, the Kraken, is just crushing people. It's great. Aquaman's coming around. He's crushing people. It's great. They rise to the surface on some crazy looking submarines. I didn't even realize they were just such giant submarines. Huge submarines. Rising oh, to the surface, yeah. battling. Everyone's battling. Everyone's having fun. We're having fun. Everyone in the audience is cheering. I was high-fiving people. Yeah. People were like dying. They had heart attacks from how excited they were, and people didn't even care. They were like, they died happy, so we didn't care about them dying in the theater. Right. We're like, this is the way to go. Uh, babies were being born. We're like, thank God this is the first thing they're seeing in li- their life, and we held them up like uh, Lion King. Yeah. See the life that is the circle of life. Yeah. Yeah. And then they got to the top and Orm and <laughs> Ackerman get to fight and he's got this like special trident and you know what's going to happen next. Oh yeah. He like spins that trident like crazy. He's like yeah, spinning does, a whole bunch. He, just, like, he does the move like, man bun showed him earlier. Yeah. He's and finally, he's finally like mastered it. He spins it a whole bunch, shatters Orm's trident. This movie's so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he becomes a rifle king. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. I'm not sure why this is so funny. Anyways, 
he's Aquaman. <laughs> he's so insane. <laughs> he's like spinning his shit. He's Aquaman. And he's also King Arthur, King of the Atlanteans. And Orm is basically begging to die. He's like, it's time to execute me. And then all of a sudden, Nicole Kidman walks out of the water and she's like, stop. I got my both sons. These are my, both my boys. Like, I want you to be happy. And he's like, what, mom, you're back? He's like, yeah. She's like, I'm back. And then uh, King, King Arthur's like, I'm King Arthur, but you can call me Aquaman. I, and then, at, at this point, I have expected Orm to stab Nicole Kidman or something. Kill her sure. right there. Yeah. I mean, that would be like, Whoa. That would have been intense. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we, we, he's now King of the Atlanteans. He stopped the attack. He heads to the back to the surface to his dad, brings his mom, and is like, you old people, go to town. Have fun. Have, you know, crazy kids, you have some fun. Here's a bottle of wine. I'll leave you two to it. That's the end of the movie. Well, I guess. That's the end I guess of the Manta shows back up. Sure, I didn't well, say I, for I that. Left. Yeah, I was. I was out of there. <laughs> I was like, as soon as credits started, I was like, up out. Mm-hmm. I looked. Everybody is just like sitting, waiting. Yeah, of course. You got to see. It was actually apparently it was the first DC comic to have an after credit scene. Really? Yeah. For, first, uh, sorry. For, first uh, DC movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that took a little longer. You can't. I mean, you can, you can, you're not long. seeing it, but Kyle's actually crying from how, be- how beautiful our recap was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It just crammed so score? much into this movie. Yeah, I, it's I was, a, I was a waiting lot. the whole time for uh, Willem Dafoe to like betray Aquaman and turn out to be a bad dude. No, no, no. Not but this he, time. He did another couple movies down the road, man. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> Dolph came back into he, he turned it around because he eventually he was like the first one to be like he's the rightful king we got to recognize him mm-hmm. yeah so he was even though he's kind of a bad guy he turned back into a good guy anyways gosh god this fucking movie okay uh so <laughs> scores uh i think zach said he was giving it a zero because he didn't watch it <laughs> yeah and he had no he interest had in no... watching it right, right. but yeah who wants to go first brom do you want to do it i'll do it you can do I'll it i'll do it all right, so to to discuss this movie, I want to look back at the other movies re- we've reviewed from 2018, and I vividly remember you guys sharing an early review, I think it was Jamie for Hunter Killer, that described that movie as having like a breathless, exhausting pace, and we kind of dredged that conversation back up last week when we discussed The Meg, and I asked if you kind of felt that Hollywood thinks we have too short of an attention span anymore. <laughs> To appreciate like good character development and detail because Aquaman really shot out of a cannon and within 10 minutes, the origin story was wrapped up. We burst into the present day where he was ramming into a sub. Next, he was in a tsunami and then he was, you know, on on his trip to Atlantis. Then we have this- Africa, Sicily. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's uh, doing an Indiana Jones, you know, desert tomb raid. And then we're in the Italian seaside village fighting a goofy villain and robbing a boat, getting attacked by deep sea fish monsters, journeying journeying to the bottom of the ocean and into the center of the earth with dinosaurs and megalodons. We reunite with our mom, Nicole Kidman. Uh, Then he travels through that water veil into an ancient sea monster's lair where we have a battle of of wits and he claims the tribes of Atlantis. We finally burst through the seafloor and he's riding Julie Andrews into the middle of a giant battle (laughs) of crustaceans. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) 
And uh, ultimately that battle with the main bad guy at the very end. And I don't feel the movie was too long. It actually went by pretty quick for me, but there just wasn't any suspense. And it didn't feel like the stakes were very high because, you know, Aquaman and and us as the viewers were just churning through scene after scene. What I liked about it, I liked the prehistoric world. I liked it. I, I thought that there was room for a whole Aquaman movie there. And you kind of alluded to it with a prequel, whether you were joking or not. But there was so much material there it just it was a really neat world with all these dinosaurs and yeah you would have almost thought that that would have been a full movie in itself right Absolutely. getting the getting the trident would have been one of the movies where there you have to kind of be in this prehistoric thing and then yeah and that's like the character building where he's training still he has to train and prepare himself to square off against that ancient kraken and claim the legendary weapon instead that entire scene from the arrival there to being reunited with his mom and fighting the sea monster and claiming the trident is less than five minutes total and then really yes and then the following scene with the massive battle of these unique eye-catching creatures that's wrapped up in about five minutes as well and my god the closest thing I can compare aquaman to honestly are like the new hobbit movies which kind of lacked depth and charm as opposed to the original Lord of the Rings trilogy, which are among the greatest action movies of all time. Uh, Aquaman was flashy, and at times it was, you know, there were some badass moments, but and the world building was really intriguing, but there just wasn't any, any tension there. And here we go. While we journeyed with Aquaman to the deepest depths of the sea, this film was remarkably shallow. I'm giving oh. it a six. Oh, man. And I'll go next. I've never okay. seen a DC film. I've heard they're very drab. Not even the Dark Knight stuff? Oh, you know, of course. Yeah, yeah. All right, all those, right. Those, I saw all those, but I haven't seen anything basically from the Zack Snyder onwards. Gotcha. Because I think he's trash. But that's a whole other story having to do with Sucker Punch, the movie which <laughs> offended me so oh much that I gosh. never watched another Zack I Snyder I saw film. that in theaters. Wow. That is too bad. And so um, I hadn't really watched too much of this. There had been times that I kind of wanted to see um, things like Suicide Squad and stuff for Bad Movie, for BadMovieTwins.com. But we just haven't got around to it because these franchises are a little hard to do without kind of lining up. So it was funny to do this one kind of out of order. It got pretty good reviews, so it wasn't going to be for Bad Movie. It was hard to imagine us uh, really picking up the previous ones. So I did have to enter a little bit out of nowhere, not really knowing anything, but it, it felt brighter or at least not the same as some of the criticisms that have come across for some of these other ones where it's just like, it's just dark, dark, dark all the time, kind of weighing on you, weighing on you. This had fun stuff. It had fun things that were being said. It was brighter. There was the big action scenes were actually kind of fun to look at, but it was so fucking ridiculous. It reminded me of when I saw Avengers, which was for me also, I think the last Marvel one I saw in theaters where all these aliens are pouring out of a portal in space time into like the city. And uh, me being a big fantasy sci-fi nerd when I was a kid, just remembering back, like having a flashback to me reading and loving those kind of things and having people being like, what a nerd get out of here. And I wanted to just stand up and be like, as everyone was like so happy as this was happening, I'm being like, everyone's cool with this. This is good. Like, this is okay. Everyone's now okay with the the nerdiest, weirdest, most sci-fi, most fantasy, most everything ever. And that's going to be like the movies that everyone watches Dude, now. Dude, this was next level sci-fi insanity. It even got up to that. Yeah, uh, the next level. So I like, I mean, they're, they're, it's still like, it's fun in that way, but it's still, it's very, very one dimensional. And I 
as we were kind of got to the point where we were breaking down laughing, it's just so ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. It is so man. much stuff kind of Everything falls off. Like, you, as you even recap it, there were things where I was like, did that ever come back? No, never came back. Oh, okay. I guess it just didn't matter. Like, it almost seems like they had so many hanging loose hens because they were just like, we have all this stuff. And like, oh, we have to wrap up that one thing. It's like, we don't have time. Sorry. That's it. It, it stays. That's it. Yeah. It is what it is. So I was actually going to go the exact same thing. I was going to give it a six. I felt like it's right there in the middle. It's good, but it's not going to, it's not like crazy good or anything like that. I feel like six and a half, maybe. I don't know. Six and a half. I'm going to do six, six and, and a half. half. I'm going to do six and a half. All right. Uh, Brahm, it's funny because you mentioned the uh, Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings, and that is really what I thought at the end of the movie with the big battle. Mm-hmm. He even had the crab people with trebuchet type things. Voiced, growing... voiced by uh, John Reese Davies, who played uh, Gimli. Oh, really? I'm a little surprised that no one's mentioning Pirates of the Caribbean because that actually seems like what would be most uh, it's true too. similar oh, in some of these yeah. ways. Some of those ending battles where you have like crab people kind of fighting humans. Oh, that is true. But these were all right. So those are like more humans yeah. than they are crabs. These are more crabs <laughs> than they are humans. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. It's a solid point. Yeah, uh, like you said. I mean, this movie was just. I mean, wham, bam, the whole time. I mean, you had no time to even de- really develop a character. I had very little time to masturbate in that theater. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. I basically couldn't. I was like, ugh. Yeah. Right? Fight scenes were really good. Uh, like we talked about, I really wish we had more of Manta and Black Manta as he became evolved into this new supervillain. And I hope... He's in the next ones. I, I do also. Yeah. I just underutilized, underutilized character. Right. And yeah. I guess, I mean, he was right there in the beginning. He had a pretty big opening scene. Yeah. And then just gets the shit kicked out of him by Aquaman or it, yeah, by Mira. It's kind of. You'd even think if they were going to cut something out of the film, you'd almost cut his entire stuff out. Like if you, if they really wanted to make a one hour, 30 minute film, they'd just be like, cut all the man stuff. Done. Yeah. Yeah. They could have. Yeah. They wouldn't have even have to tease us with it. Yeah. Uh, but, dude, there was so much. And like when I was sitting here watching this movie, I was like, what am I watching? And then to your point, people love this stuff, man. Yeah, they they love it. They eat it up. I don't even know how. I don't know how. Like if this was a book and this was happening in a book, I'd be like, this book is complete shit. What's happening here? <laughs> like, right. Can you imagine Visually, how long that book would be? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, forever. Well, they could probably condense it down in like 60 pages how long these scenes took. Somebody's probably like sure. screaming at their computer. It is, it's a comic book series, guys. Like it is a book. I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, but, I don't care about that. Yeah. I just, I'm going to say I, there's a couple things I even wanted to say about that kind of regard. Like he shouldn't be called. Okay. It's going to get everyone angry. He shouldn't be called Aquaman. It's a lame ass fucking stupid name. He's King Arthur of Atlantis. That's awesome like king yeah. arthur of atlantis you are king arthur you go somewhere you when are, are you meeting president of the united states right like he comes up to the president of the united states like hey i saved you and president of the united states is like hey thanks uh king arthur of atlantis and he's like oh that was really impressive coming out of the president of the united states mouth right like that yeah. he just called me that um actually could you call me aquaman <laughs> like what no yeah hey no you're king arthur of atlantis you right, saved me what's what's your name Aquaman. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, but you could also call. I mean, I'm also King Arthur of Atlantis. Oh, yeah. No, that's great. That's awesome. That's much better. Yeah. So, I mean, I I already would lose everyone who was a comic book fan at that point, being like Aquaman, dumb, right? Yeah. You couldn't write. No. 
So that's it. So you can all hate me. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Visually, this movie was very good. They had a lot of CGI and stuff with the underwater stuff that I thought was really impressive. Ah, man. But at the same time, I was sitting there wondering, what was I watching? It's like a... Like a five and a half. I feel like, and, and I feel like your score could also factor in the fact that, I mean, definitely submarines are a big part of this. Yeah. But I feel like the next one has a much bigger opportunity for us. Probably does. With, with Manta? With Manta, yeah. Yeah. Because you actually have to have some, you have someone who is required to use a submarine. the, the submarines. It would be too bad if he's like, I don't even need a submarine anymore. I got a super suit where I was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do the Atlantis even use... Fish cars. Can't they I don't just, know. They like, seem to go fast. Remember, they there was a, one time where fast. he was uh, he was getting chased by Orm, who was <laughs> riding that whale. I guess maybe not the, the whale nobles. was going fast. There was all these weird little quirks. It's like the nobles in Atlanta. They can, breathe, they can breathe on land and underwater, but like the other ones can only breathe under. Maybe the other ones couldn't go fast. They need cars. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, man. It seems like a not equal society. I'm not so into it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so I actually give it a zero. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Aquatic, All right. aquatic justice, Jamie. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> aquatic justice warrior right over here. Yeah. AJW. <laughs> um, so we're going to do a little trivia. When uh, Atlana throws the trident at the TV, it's showing a show called Stingray, 1964. I was wondering what that was. I also Because I was sitting yeah. there but watching. it's a TV show, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the film uh, borrows uh, elements from the comic Aquaman, the Trident of Atlantis. So in that one, Arthur has to take his place as King of Atlantis, although he is uh, reluctant to do so. Uh, Orm wants to go to war with the surface world and allies himself with evil people to make it look like they're as evil as he says. And Arthur gets his trademark orange and green suit that is an ancient Antholemian armor. So yes. Nice. That all matches up. Uh, Arthur Curry's story shares a few uh a uh, few uh, shared elements with um, King Arthur Pendragon. Both had to find legendary weapons, the Trident and Excalibur, uh, which became their renowned weapons, uh, had to defeat their evil siblings, Orm and Morgana Le Fay, to save their kingdom, and had wise mentors, Volko and Merlin. So remember that Volko is Merlin. Oh, all right. mm-hmm. yeah. Merlin had a man bun. Yes. And then Willem Dafoe. Um, and Timur Morrison, who played his dad, or played uh, Aquaman's dad. Tim Curry. Yeah, Tim Curry, yeah. Uh, so they previously worked together in uh, Speed 2 Cruise Control. And usually I don't use these trivia, but I just love that because Speed 2 Cruise Control is terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is the third live-action theatrical film featuring Aquaman. That was uh, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Justice League. And the full, for, uh, full first full-length feature film, obviously, centered around it. And this is actually, weirdly, Patrick Wilson's second role in the DC Extended Universe films. Hmm. The first was actually Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. So Aquaman is in that film. Yeah. And he plays the president of the United States in that one. He's uh, now, also in Watchmen. He's the, uh, which isn't yeah, DC, he's but the, the, the owl, owl guy or whatever. Owl dude. Yeah. Owl man. Oh, good. He's not the but blue like, guy. But like, no. I feel like if we went back and watched Batman v Superman, there's so many like weird subplots we would read into this. Suddenly Orm is like disguising himself as president of the United States. Yeah. In that film. And there's no reason why. It's not followed up or anything. <laughs> Maybe they'll bring it up later. That'd be great. Like, yeah. When I was president, like, what? <laughs> All right. So uh, Michael K. Williams and uh, Michael Jai White expressed Williams' in, uh, <laughs> interest in playing uh, Black Manta. Okay. That would have been good. And Nicole Win- uh, Nic- 
Jesus Christ, I'm stumbling Kid on Kid Nicoleman. Kid Nicoleman, yeah, Nicole Kidman, uh, who plays Aquaman's uh, mother, had declined the role, actually, in Wonder Woman as, of, as Queen Hippolyta. Now, you'd think, okay, I, she declined one in what, the other successful uh, DC Universe film or whatever. So yeah. why would she pick this one? Well, she apparently was a huge fan of James Wan and a big supporter. Oh, So when okay. he came a-knocking, she was like, yes. Huh. Interesting. Uh... So here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Jeff Nichols and uh, Noam Murrow were considered to direct the film. Gnome? Jason Momoa. Yeah. Uh, Noam Murrow. I don't know who that is. Jason Momoa publicly expressed interest in uh, bringing back Zack Snyder, which I think would have been a mistake because he's terrible. <laughs> I agree. And I think they made the right choice by choosing James Wan. He had a choice. He was actually given the choice between choos- uh, filming this or Flashpoint, which is the Flash film. And he chose this one because he liked the character better of Aquaman. Hmm. He thought it was more interesting and more of an underdog. So, which of these other actors from other James Wan films would be good in this one? All Danny right. Glover from Saw. Oh, dude. Yeah. I want him to be <laughs> like uh, Dolph Lundgren's character, but also Don- Dolph Lundgren still has a character. Maybe they're like twins. <laughs> like tw- <laughs> like uh, twin kings. Oh, there you go. There we go. Well, they, oh, had, I want uh, them they had two conjoined. young... They had two young twins that were playing uh, Aquaman as a child, so they could just uh, maybe swap in Carry and out when, when one gets tired. I think it's a good <laughs> idea. So he also directed a film called Dead Silence starring uh, Donnie Wahlberg. Where does he fit in? Donnie Wahlberg. He's one of the bikers, I feel like. Oh, he yeah, because you'd just picture. be watching me. Like, is, that, is that Donnie Wahlberg? <laughs> yeah, I think it's him. <laughs> What about uh, Kevin Bacon from Death Sentence? Oh, Orm. That's a good one. I like that a lot. I mm-hmm. like Orm. Yeah. Kind of looks like old. Patrick Wilson. But I guess yeah. we go, we're going younger Kevin Bacon. Yeah. It but was if it was one. now, I Volko for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about Vinny D? Vinny Diesel from Furious 7? Uh, he's got to be Aquaman, Aquaman, right? Yeah, I think but that's it, right. Like, can you put short. hair on him? Yeah, and he's he's also just like you gotta get him on some like lifts or something, make him look like he's like five thousand feet tall. Yeah, he's got to be like platform shoes. Yeah, <laughs> so ridiculous. I wanted to do one from con- the uh, Conjuring franchise. So what about Vera Farmiga? Well, hang on. A Don't sec. know who it is. Hang on, Vin <laughs> Diesel that? would be great as like the voice of one of the various. Oh, monsters. that's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would crab person. He's the crab king. There we go. I yeah, like that. Be- so Vera Farmiga, but you don't. You guys probably don't know who that is. I definitely know the name. Yeah. Is she Shameless? Beautiful lady. Is it Shameless? Is that the one? Uh, it might be her sister. She has a sister who's also an actress. Mm. So if you if you know a Farmiga, it might actually. Oh no! But you know what? I think it is. I, I don't know. Uh, and then Ed Harris. So he was actually the demon oh, in the Insidious no. franchise. I don't know if you knew this. He was a demon. He was actually the main antagonist. Wow. So it turned out that Ed Harris was actually the one who was possessing the child. And everyone was pretty cool with it in the end. They were yeah, like, okay. yeah, I mean, it's Ed Harris. You're cooler now. Yeah. No, this is great. I mean, you're Ed Harris. Uh, I want Ed Harris to be Julie Andrews. Good call. Um, I think Ed Harris would be a good lighthouse keeper, obviously. Oh, yeah. He's like the daddy But he wouldn't. But he wouldn't like lay down when the uh, no, he's like Atlanteans came in to take Atlanta away. Also, when she leaves, he's like slaying the ladies. Uh, pronto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she meets up with her mom, uh, his his mom, and Aquaman, and she's like, "Oh, has he been waiting for me?" And Aquaman's like, "Yeah, sure he has. Uh, sure, 
don't go to the dock around like 6 a.m. <laughs> He's usually not waiting there for you. Yeah. All right. He's and then got somebody out there. Uh, quick phantom zone. Engage the phantom. Phantom's engaged, sir. So we've been just racking up these phantom zones for this one. Yeah. Because Dolph Lundgren's in this one. We've seen him a whole bunch of times. I've used him a whole bunch of times in this. Willem Dafoe, we obviously seen in Life Aquatic. And I had even mentioned in that Phantom Zone that like, oh, once uh, Aquaman's out, we can easily connect back to that. Um, but we also have Nicole Kidman, who was in Batman Forever. And in that film, the Batmobile turns into a submarine for literally, I don't know, three seconds yeah. before it's shot by a torpedo. But moments before Batman shoots himself out like a torpedo into the water and then swims to the... What a waste. I know, it's terrible. And then be, and that it features Tommy Lee Jones, which I use all the time because of the best movie that's ever been made. No Country for Old Men. Mechanic Resurrection. Oh, yeah. That's Phantom Zone. All righty. It's time for Subs Worldwide. It's, it's Subs, Subs, Subs. World, World, Wide. Wide, Wide, Wide. So this movie was... I would consider it, although it's present day, it seems kind of futuristic. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got laser beam guns, which is pretty slick. And man, I think I say Manta seems pretty comfortable in that futuristic submarine. Yeah. As, yeah. It, as if he's been around it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He knows what's up. So I decided to go with a submarine that will be coming out in the near future. Woo! Yes. The Russian Husky class. Oh, I like that name. Yeah. And I hope that this also has laser beams on it. Wouldn't Hopefully. that be impressive? It's supposed to enter service in 2027. Wow. Originally slated to build in 2020. What I've episode, now seen what like episode will 2023. be on when it launches? I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. Probably 70 something or something. Probably. Yeah. Anyways. After that long hiatus. <laughs> Math. <laughs> Math is later, actually. Uh, so this is a more inexpensive class of nuclear attack submarine that will, or is supposed to, replace the Akula class. Oh. Their first reports this in 2014. It is supposed to utilize composite materials, more so than previous generations of subs, which will reduce the overall weight and help quiet it down. And one of the... So there's not a lot of info on this because it's... Not even in, it's not even being constructed yet. But some of the things we do know about it are the missiles it will be able to use, which is the new Zircon hypersonic anti ship missile. What? The 3M22. So, wait, is that, did you say 3M22? Yes. Is that by the company 3M? No, that'd be funny. That'd be slanderous. (laughs) Sorry. We make command strips and (laughs) Zircon missiles. So this is a uh, scramjet-powered missile, which there's a lot of stuff that you can look up about scramjets, but basically combustion takes place in a supersonic airflow that uh, is compressed by the missile itself. It's really advanced. It's pretty advanced. Yes. So the 3M22 has a fuel capacity of 600 miles, and it can fly at speeds of 6,090 miles per hour. Mach 8. So although it has the fuel of 600 miles, it has a range 
Estimated range of 135 to 270 nautical miles at low level, 400 nautical miles at semi-ballistic trajectory, and the longest range reported is 540 nautical miles. Hmm. Throwing a lot of numbers at you guys, as you know. I am not a rocket scientist, but I am a rocket mathematician. So, at the farthest away that it can hit for the low range... 270 nautical miles translates into 310 miles. If the rocket is traveling at 6,090 miles per hour, how long would it take to get to you and blow your ass up? Like milliseconds. How long? Like seconds, like seconds. Three minutes, three seconds. Yeah. I know. Longer than I wanted it to. Yeah, it's a a little time. Yeah, you got time. I could probably, I think I could run a mile. make it to your car. I could run a mile. There you go. One mile away. All right. So sure, three, you said sure three minutes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Got a mile. So uh, also, one thing that is kind of insane with this is while the missile is flying, it is covered by a plasma cloud, huh. and that absorbs radio waves and makes this thing invisible to radars. Scary. That's what she said. Ooh. Am I right? You did not. That's it, man. Wow. So that's a, yeah, I guess we don't know too much about the exact details. We will want to of the husky launched. class. Yeah, the husky class. But we got some good ones there. Did you say the size? How big it's supposed to be? No idea. No idea. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we usually I we know. have. I like to know what the size is. I like the to specs know, and speeds and all that. Yeah, I like to know like because like it'd be a little different. Like this sounds pretty scary, right? But if you said, "Oh, it's uh, you know, twelve feet long," I'd be like, "It's gonna be a little cramped, and maybe it's not gonna be as effective." Yeah, maybe not. Right. But then if you said it's actually uh, 65,000 feet long, I'd be like, wow. whoa, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that'd be real good. <laughs> I'm trying to turn that thing. That's why it Launch actually- Launch it, and you're it, like, ah, I guess this is where it is. It's like, oh, the range is pretty small, it's, but it's because it, it stretches almost entirely across the ocean, so it actually can't move very far. Yeah. <laughs> Surfaces you can just walk across. Right. All, All right. right. We've already taken up a lot of time, but- How long are we at? Uh, we yeah, are at one hour, 17 minutes. Oh, we're perfect. This is yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. Super. All right, Brom, what do you got for us tonight? Tube three, ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. Give it to me. All right, so we saw Jason Momoa looking super hot. Greased up abs. Say, there was a moment I, I wanted to mention it where I could have sworn from the angle it looked like he had a ten pack, but now I'm then it switched an angle and then it no longer looked like a ten pack. It looked like a uh, an eight pack, and I was like, oh, where'd that other pack go? Like I was confused, <laughs> and then I thought for a second that oh maybe I just mistook his pecs for like the extra like as you kind of moved up his abs that his pecs kind of added and made it look like ten. Yeah. And so I couldn't tell. I, w- I wanted to get a picture. <laughs> Smiling so much. <laughs> talking about it. No, this seriously happened. I was yeah. like, holy shit, is that 10 pack? And then I was like, oh, I wish I had a picture of it so I could have counted. But uh, yeah, now I feel, I feel like it was probably his pack. <clears throat> if anyone ever pack. achieves the 10 pack, it's going to be Jason. I think that's probably right. Or The Rock. Maybe, man. One of those two. Yeah, he's got like Titan Games or some shit. But... Oh, yeah, a new show. <laughs> What about what Sorry. about some female beefcakes with uh, with some hot abs? Some of my top five hottest Hollywood abs. Nice of the ladies. All right, number thanks f- for clarifying. Number five, 
Uh, these, these, uh, this is a little softer uh, set of abs, but very sexy nonetheless. Jessica Alba in Sin City. Nice. Yeah. Gorgeous. <laughs> I actually know someone who was just telling me that Jessica Alba complimented their baby on a plane. <laughs> but he didn't even realize it was Jessica Alba until afterwards because he was so uh, busy dealing with his baby. Yeah. Stars, they're just like us. No, they're not. Oh. <laughs> That's great, though. Just did, kidding. Did he, uh, just kidding. We're stu- we are stars. Did he, just, did he kill himself afterwards? Because, I mean, he achieved pretty much all there is to achieve. Getting yeah. A, getting your baby complimented by Jessica Alba. Yes. No, no one knows what happened to the baby. <laughs> Probably got rocking hot abs now. Probably. Number yeah, four. Jessica Alba's got her doing crunches. <laughs> Come on, baby. Number four, Jennifer Lopez. She's still got it, man. Uh, you gotta, She's you gotta got look it. at some of her uh, fitness photos on like whatever the social medias are nowadays. Yeah, it's she, a little known fact. She's actually ninety three years old. Really? Wow. Yeah. How old She's was she when great. she filmed Anaconda? Uh, ninety two. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That was a twenty eighteen film. Known, was there little, any subs in that? Can we do? Yeah. Can we hear that? <laughs> little known fact that actually came out last year. Wow. wow. Yeah. It feels like a lot longer. It seems like a really long time ago, but it was just last it year. Does yeah. Number three. Well, you, you should remember it because it won Best Picture at the Oscars. Oh, yeah. Mm. I always forget. Is it was it Cuba? Uh, uh, Ice Cube in that? It was Ice Cube. Okay. Yes. It was I Ice can't Cube. remember if it's Ice Cube or LL Cool J. No. Number Get three. Out Get out of here. Number three. <laughs> uh, this just comes with the train. When you host the Biggest Loser, Jillian Michaels. Oh sure. Oh yeah, yeah. man. She's uh. I mean, you have to be, right? Can right. somebody like me Was she ever in a film? I don't know. I feel like that's someone, that's something that we'd want to incorporate into badmovietwins.com. That's all I'm saying. Because I'm sure that movie would not be a, have been a good yeah, film. It would be horrible. Yeah, almost certainly. <laughs> Number two, check this out. Do some homework, guys. The 1993 music video, That's the Way Love Goes, Janet Jackson. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Sure. She's, she's freaking ripped. You're pretty excited about that, man. It's it's crazy. Look, look it up. Look it up. But number and if one, you had, yeah, if you but if you had the if it was guys' abs, I think Michael Jackson would have been number one or two, probably too, right? Uh, I don't think so. so. Brother sister tandem? No, I think he's kind of oh. got a weird looking body. Uh, I don't know. Right, pretty. I'm a huge. Abs, I'm a huge MJ fan, but pretty weird looking looking body. Mm. When he when he throws his shirt, you know, backwards into the wind in that yeah. one video. Yeah, I agree to disagree, but okay, okay. Number one, what is happening? <laughs> number one, super hottie. Check out her uh, honeymoon photos. Julianne Huff of Dancing with the Stars fame. Okay, yeah, from Footloose. You're talking about the new Footloose. Yes, yeah, she's yes. great in that. She was great in Safe Haven, the Nicholas Sparks film. She's got striking eyes and r- rocking abs. And so, yes, thumbs up from that for, for that one. Completely. I will say though, where but- is Michelle Rodriguez? On this list, I do not have her on the list. She was uh, considered honorable, she, honorable, mention, honorable mention. There's quite a few okay. uh, leading ladies out there with good physiques. Theron, I didn't see any, anything about her, and no, I'd have looked. Um, but what did you guys? Did you guys uh, what about, catch? What about Linda Lin, Linda Hamilton? Is that her name? Linda Hamilton. No, Linda Hamilton. Glenn Close. <laughs> <laughs> no, who was the person from Terminator? Linda. Linda Hamilton. Yeah, it's Linda Hamilton. Yeah, doesn't she oh. have like rockin' abs? Uh, Probably. 
Yes. Or at least yep. back in the day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, would you, do you guys uh, catch anything there? Do you notice anything in common with them and uh, Jason Momoa? Completely unintentional, but all six of them, first name starts with the letter J. Oh. Uh, I thought you were going to say they all, they all dated Jason Momoa. They did not. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, well, your name starts with a J. That's true. And I got Rockin' Abs. What Actually, that's my, that's my New Year's resolution this year. Rockin' abs? Momoa abs? No, I want six-pack abs. It's been oh. my New Year's resolution for the last uh, six or seven years. It hasn't yeah. happened yet, but this will, this will be the year. This is it? Yep. For sure. Get Make that drink out of here. What are you talking about? You talking about my uh, protein shake I have in front of me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alcoholic protein shake. Uh, all rights reserved. Thanks for listening to Submersion. Find us on SoundCloud and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Can't get enough of us? Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. And if you like what you heard, please go ahead and give us a rating. Little skeetle beep bop beep. A skeetle A shoobity dabity bee. A boo ba 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 leep a loop a loop a loop a flow. And that is the worst scat that I've ever done, but I didn't want to blow you away, so I want to keep my true scatting skills in my pocket. And in your pants. And in my pants. And got my little cat friend with me here tonight and she has not been going outside at all because it is frigid and she's a little stir crazy and bored and she will probably interrupt us oh aqua cat aqua cat she Ooh. uh she responded you know there time. was an aqua dog say again there was an aqua dog there was an aqua dog in the comics great <laughs> doesn't make any sense <laughs> doesn't make sense <laughs> none of this shit makes sense man